Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. It's the return of Bradley Trainer here. Uh, thank you for coming back. Um, we were worried that you Did ran away from us. Girl, I wasn't leaving you. Oh, but we nice have to try. talk about something real fun, and that is crop tops. Yeah, crop tops. We didn't know that we were going to have uh, thoughtful opinions about crop tops today, but <laughs> our good friend Sean Mendez said some things about them, and I thought, I think we need to talk. So can we just hear what Sean Mendez has to say about crop tops, please? Um, I also love the crop. I think the crop tops are they're super beautiful. They look great on men. They look great on men. So don't don't be afraid to pick them up, guys. They look good. Okay. Um. Um. Really? Really? Okay. Look. Here's the thing. I am not a fashion place. I am not your intended audience. I don't think Sean Mendez was talking to me. When he suggested I run out and pick up a crop top. They're super beautiful on men. Super beautiful, right? Crop top. I just, like, he is all in on the crop top. (laughs) I actually will tell you, he's not alone. I have seen men increasingly, and by that I mean, like, a couple times over the last couple years, I've seen a man in a crop top. So it's clearly a thing. Do you have a (laughs) pin... What are you making faces about over there? I just want to know why. 651-641-1071. Are you a crop top supporter? Uh, not, But it's not just for the men. Like, we don't need to just talk about it among men. I think for women, too, and tell me, because you're a woman, and Mike, you're a man. Tell me your, fi- your opinions. Today. Tell me your opinions on crop tops. and uh, But I just, I feel like they're the most impractical garment. Like, what is the point of a crop top? Other than to show off your midriff? Like, if you're not showing off your midriff, is there a point that I'm missing about the crop top? Um, what do you think? Well, it's unlike a cleavage showing top. Sometimes that's not something you can really help. You know, it's like, all right, I have on this shirt, and I'm not intentionally trying to show my cleavage, right? It's just the way I'm built and like, okay. But a crop top is intentional. You're right. It's, it's intentionally, <laughs> like, it doesn't really function like... But what's the point of it other Maybe than, like, look at these abs? Like, like, you need some breeze yeah. up in there, you know? Like, you, you get sweaty when you're working out. Is it for working out? Is it for just like for, going to the grocery store? For women, I guess I could understand the argument, like, the workout component. Mm. So you want to have some ventilation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I see a lot of women wear sports bras, for example, at the gym. And a crop top is essentially, it's not a sports bra, but it's kind of covering the same area. Yeah. Um, so I could see that as a, on, uh, an argument. But for guys like, I mean, I, I do know a lot of guys who work out and they would just maybe take their shirts off. But I feel like the crop top, you're always going to feel like your shirt is too short. Right? Yeah, it just makes you feel uncomfortable, right? Especially in an area that I think a lot of us consider the danger zone <laughs> wait say that again <laughs> <laughs> like i think there are far more people who are uh self-conscious about that area and want to oh, do everything they sure. can to cover it up yeah then there are people that want to show it so off do you think that anyone who wears a crop top is like look at me um i would say more than yeah. men at least it's I... fashionable yeah it's just like and i'm so proud of young girls that i see that are like rocking it and they don't necessarily they're not 
you know, necessarily traditionally oh, yeah, 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 would yeah. be like, oh, for sure. I'm like, oh, good for you. Yes, you know, yes, yes, please. I'm so glad you said that. You are absolutely right. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Finish no, it's okay. Thought. No, no, no. I'm just like, nowadays, it's like everybody wears them, and I love that. Yeah. For women. In fact, we were, we went, you guys, this weekend, we did all sorts of things. One of them was to go to a small town gay bar at night. Oh! And I have not been to a gay bar in a long time, yeah. but a small town gay bar, even less so. And I just, I loved the experience. That's apropos of nothing other than to say I did a lot of people watching. People watching. And I, the one thing I was like, you know what is really awesome? Because I was thinking about when I was in my 20s, because a lot of these, it's a college town. There were sure, a lot of kids yeah. in their 20s. Yeah, and you're like, oh, look at how they're flirting. Well, and while well, I was more thinking like the clothing and like what, what outfits and what, trends fashion no all idea. that stuff yeah and the one thing i will say is like or i kept commenting on it was like i'm so glad that young people today i sound like an old person have options fashion mm-hmm. options that fit their bodies yes so when you and i and mike probably less so for your generation but for our generation certainly like our clothing did not forgive anything and so it was a really, an, really uncomfortable, but also kind of demoralizing thing yeah. to have fashion that didn't conform to your body. True. And you felt trapped by it because it didn't give. There was no spandex. I'm the world of the muffin top. That's the. Well, me too. Like my body in. is just shaped in a way that it didn't fit normally in clothes that were available for my purchase. <laughs> <laughs> my very wide hips. Yeah. Like I, you know, anyway, the moral of the story is I just love that young people can find something that makes them feel good and they feel comfortable in. Like there were a lot of um, people wearing just like all sorts of like figure hugging outfits yeah. that I would never have been able to wear because they didn't make them. Mm-hmm. Like we couldn't have like I, I'm I'm gonna speak for myself, but like I was a size where I couldn't do that without things popping out or mm-hmm. yeah. rolling over. Like do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so now I think there's so many like the the clothing available to people is just like available and I love it. That's true. Yeah. Now what do you think of Sean Mendez talking about how he like he is all for crop tops. Mm-hmm. I'm a little confused about that. If he is, is he wearing them? Like he's promoting like he's, a new Tommy Hilfiger campaign when he's saying this. I feel like he's probably worn crop tops before. I'm going to Google crop top. Sean Mendez. <laughs> oh God! Because he's a fashion. Like he's one of those people. He just has that body where you want to put clothes on him. Like different. You know, like you want to dress him up. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he's totally just. Like, uh, like just built for it, yeah. totally built for wearing all sorts of different styles. Um, I'm now looking at the images to see if we see him in a crop top. I don't see any crop tops on, okay. Sean, but I bet it will happen. I just don't feel like they'd be comfortable. Every time you sit down, I feel well, like that, I, I would feel like things are insecurities. Like for me, yeah, I would be thinking about so I'm just trapped top. by my own body. Is that what I you're saying? I think so. I think we grew up um, having... I think there's more positive body image now. That doesn't mean that all of that has gone away. I'm just saying, I think there there's more acceptance for people of all I just, shapes To me, it sizes. seems like a dicky, right? Yeah. Like, I don't understand the point of wearing a dicky. Well, that's just a thing, like, to fool people into thinking you're wearing a shirt underneath. Well, the crop top is like, you got the shirt, but the, without the shirt. Yeah, maybe it's just because of like, ooh, this looks good. I mean, just any reason why people wear clothes. Like, this looks good on me. I like to show off my yeah, 
I don't know. My since, since we started this story, I pulled my shirt up, and my tummy's cold. So I don't <laughs> like this. I don't like <laughs> this crop top. Thing. I know. Like I would not. Wait a minute. Like if I were we go back to the camera to see if you're. Oh, right I wasn't holding that. it above the camera. Oh, like he was doing I a fashion see, oh, I show. I can only see the ACDC. Yeah, right you on your shirt. <laughs> I'm a proud owner of a six-pack. It's just think, behind this keg. Oh, we so, all have... Yeah. See, here's the beauty. We all have a six-pack. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's just how many layers between us and the six-pack, <laughs> right? That's right. That's right. Um, uh, I, I, uh, good luck to you, Sean, in getting yeah. people to wear crop tops. I'm, Let's check in with him in 10 years. And see what he thinks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did get a tweet from our good friend, Panda, who said... I grew up during the time of extremely low-rise jeans. Low-rise, yes. also used to... Uh, we're also used we're also used to clothing trends that don't forgive bodies yeah oh god the low-rise jeans when that happened i was like no because there's nothing on my body that just naturally Mm-mm. goes with the flow of a low-rise jean <laughs> me either there's nothing about <laughs> no, the shape no. the only way i could wear low-rise jeans is to get really long ones that go over my stomach i had the unfortunate the thing <laughs> yeah i had the unfortunate thing of when clothes were in and really baggy that's when i was skinny Oh, sure. You know, like in high school, it was yeah. all about oversized like carpenter jeans in the 90s. Carpenter mm-hmm. jeans and then like mom jeans, you know, because I graduated high school in 92. And then it was the late 90s, I think early 2000s, right? When the low rise jeans were super hot. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I put on my freshman 20 or whatever it's called. What is it? Oh, God. The, freshman. Well, it's whatever like, you, I mean, it's probably different for everyone. Freshman 15. Oh, 15. Yeah. It was 20 for me. One of my yeah. teachers was like, which this is so not acceptable today because I was a theater student. Yeah. He was like, hey, you better quit gaining that weight. <gasps> <Don't. laughs> yeah, he was like, you you need to watch. Your butt's getting big. No. You want to be able to go out and get jobs? You better Are you kidding weight. me? No. No. How did you react? I was like, oh, no, really? You're right. I feel like you would internalize that. I was 125 pounds when he said that. Well, that's the thing about like all the shame that we used to do to ourselves about the food that we eat and the clothes Mm -hmm. that we wear. And then you look back at photos. I guarantee if you look at a photo of yourself from 20 years ago, you're going to be like, what was I so obsessed with? I know. I'm speaking for myself. I don't want to put my issues on other people. But in my life, I have frequently looked back and gone, what were you so self-conscious about? I know. And we're going to, this is why I tell myself, like, we're going to feel that way in 10 years. Yeah. So enjoy now. Yes. Look at yourself and go, I love this. This is beautiful. Get it. Eat those Oreos, girl. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I can do that, but yeah. No, I'm, I'm doing that. Love I yourself. I fully did that yesterday on my car ride home. Okay. When we come back, Dawn has an unsolved mystery. Is it aliens? Is it ghosts? We'll find out when we return on my website or app. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight. Alight, along with their partners at Questcope and other humanitarian agencies, are supporting the immediate physical and psychosocial needs of those displaced by the Turkey-Syria earthquake. Together, they're working to provide food, solar light, hygiene, and clean water solutions. They're renovating buildings for shelter, educational activities. They're also providing trauma support services to improve the resiliency and sense of belonging for earthquake survivors. That is a huge task and an undertaking that requires more than just effort. It also takes contributions. And thanks to Alight supporters, they've been able to act fast, but that work is not over. More than 2 million people still need humanitarian assistance in the aftermath of those devastating earthquakes. You can support Alight's work today by heading to wearealight.org. And thank you.
The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. You're listening to my Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. And it is time for our segment where we try to figure out mysteries of the unknown. What is that? Unsolved mysteries of the unknown. But it's probably aliens or ghosts. Okay, this one people have attributed to aliens for a number of reasons. And um, this mystery today is about the tale of nine camp uh, winter camping skiers in 1959. And um, this was in Russia. And the mystery has never been solved. They all ran from their tents in the middle of the night. And the tents were ripped open from the inside. Yeah, so tell people uh, who this story was about and where it all happened. I actually have heard this story before, so I'm excited and I'm glad you brought it today. Yes, this is such a chilling uh, story. And um, we may have a an answer that have, people have come on with, up with in the last couple of years as to what they think might have happened. So in 1959, nine Ski hikers, they died mysteriously in the mountains. They set out on a trek that was supposed to be two weeks. And this was like a very, they were experienced hikers and skiers. Mm -hmm. And uh, they all went to the same. Yeah, group of students. They all went to school together. Very bright students. So on February 26th, they went looking for these people because they never showed up. So they were supposed to do this trek ski camp through this, you know, very remote part of Russia. And we should say this is one of those stories that sort of perpetually is out there as an unsolved mystery. Mm-hmm. You'll hear people talk about the Dyatlov Pass. Um, but again, it's in this part of, was it Siberia? Um, it or just Russia? says what is now Russia. So. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's in northern Siberia, but yes. in a very cold part of Russia. Yes, so they took off and they had one of their actually started out as 10 students and one of them wasn't feeling well. And he's like, I just don't think. Hey, it's Mike. And I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. We're all busy. And with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I can make it. So I'm going to hang back and check in with me whenever you, when you, um, w- when you get done. And so... 
They're like, okay, it'll be two weeks or a few days. We're not sure. Could be two or three days after. We're not sure. But then when they didn't turn up after five days, they went looking for them. Well, they did end up finding the bodies of these poor people. They, well, it just didn't make sense because um, hypothermia didn't even make sense. Because the scene that they found was a tent that had snow on top of it. And it looked like the tent had been cut open and ripped open from the inside. Yeah. Which is very odd. A couple of yards later, they found a couple of the victims and they were in their underwear. So everybody was kind of not fully clothed. Yeah, a couple, uh, well, a number of them were naked. Some of them had extra clothes on, which made it even more mysterious. Like, why are some naked? Yes. Why are some unclothed? Some of them had crushed bones. Yes, their thorax was crushed. They had brain injuries. They had, um, it's like the outside of of their bodies were not affected, but they had weird impact uh, to, like, structural damage to the inside of their bodies, which was very strange. They also, there was a tree nearby where they noticed that a lot of the branches were broken off of, and they actually, like, found, like, human flesh far up the tree, like somebody had tried to climb the tree. They had third-degree burns, one of them had, um, blunt force trauma. One had been vomiting blood. And the weirdest, they had also, they were found to have radioactive material on their clothing, and then the weirdest thing, well, that I thought was weird, the weirdest at first, was that one of them had a missing tongue. So this is just a dreadful scene. It just gives you chills whenever you think about what kind of panic went on and what could have happened. Yeah, and there were all sorts of theories. I mean, the like list of theories is long. There was some like there was a theory of uh, some local indigenous people attacked right. them. That it was an abominable snowman, that it was a Yeti or something. You know, like there are all these like crack theories. And then there were some maybe more plausible theories about mm-hmm. like there was some kind of a love triangle or. Oh, right? yeah. That one was that's really strange. Actually, I have a link on our show page that's an, an entire website about this uh, that you can find on our show links page on our website, mytalk1071.com. Just look at uh, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Spoiler oh, my alert. gosh. Spoiler alert. It was probably an avalanche. Oh, it was an avalanche. Oh, my gosh. Well, there's but no go, time to get to it. I, I'm sorry. That's okay. That was really short. We'll be right back here <laughs> on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. We're going to wrap up this Unsolved Mysteries of the Unknown because that cut us off really short. I, I don't know why. I, had, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> she was lost in her own mystery. Ah, I just thought we only talked for two minutes, but maybe I was droning on and on. If um, you um, missed it, it's the Dyatlov Pass. A bunch of students went missing in uh, not Siberia. It's just a cold part of Russia. And uh, everybody was like, what happened? Why did they end up naked out in the snow, dead? Yes, nine skiers in 1959. um, And a lot of mysterious um, people thought it was maybe the KGB or it was aliens because of the radioactive material on their clothes. But that could have just been attributed to there's a, a guy who has sort of broken this down on YouTube and had an ex explanation for it uh his name is jim scott and i do have a clip of him talking about that it most likely was um a slab avalanche 
As the researchers wrote in their study, quote, Dynamic avalanche simulations suggest that even a relatively small slab could have led to a severe but non-lethal thorax and skull injuries, as reported by the post-mortem examination. Yeah, they found that pitching a tent on a slope of even around 30 degrees can be dangerous. And one of the mountain guides reported that one of the slab avalanches was invisible after less than an hour of snowing. So yeah, when they arrived three weeks after the event and said that there were no signs of an avalanche, apparently that doesn't really mean anything. As the researchers wrote, in such severe weather conditions, the pass cannot be easily accessed by hikers, while traces of small slab avalanches disappear within a few hours. So it is very possible that it was just a basic slab avalanche that took out the Dyatlov group. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, gosh. And that also explains, like, why some were naked, because hypothermia, there's that... Par it's called paradoxical undressing. Right. Which Talk is, about that a little bit. So, like, when you... When you have hype, one of the side effects of hypothermia is that you feel incredibly hot. Yes, or, I don't remember exactly body, how it's your broken brain down. Gets confused. But it's not unusual for then for p victims of hypothermia to take off their clothes, mm -hmm. and so and then maybe there were other people who took their clothes because they weren't having hypothermia yet and put on their clothes. So that would explain why some were naked, some, some were not. Some were wearing other people's clothes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's an absolutely fascinating story, and they go into such depth on this website. I recommend looking at our show links page, and you can explore that yourself. There's also a really great episode of You're Wrong About, that podcast, if you guys know it, that uh, with um, Braverman, what's her name? Not Claire Braverman. Anyway, she breaks down this entire thing and it's really a fascinating like if you just want to sit back and listen to somebody else tell you all about it there's a, a mm -hmm. great podcast episode of you wrong about i think an eight episode um amazon show as well i have so. not seen that yes yes um so okay that is that and we just don't know we'll never really know but let's go into an even deeper mystery <laughs> well it isn't but olivia wilde and jason sudeikis going through some troubles right now i need to know about these document links because leaks because i did not see this story okay i you guys did not talk about these document links yesterday Le leaks words are hard on a tuesday so in these document leaks we learn just how much money olivia wilde is making and why she thinks that jason sudeikis is trying to sue her broke now that you may remember because we know there's a custody battle between these two. Mm. We know Jason tried to move the custody case, or maybe you forgot, but here's a reminder. Move the case from California to New York. And she said, essentially, this is just an attempt for him to, like, make me broke mm. because it's going to cost a lot of money. And frankly, I don't have as much money as he does. Mm. Well, the Daily Mail then gets a hold of a bunch of documents. So if you go over to the Daily Mail... You're going to find out all sorts of personal details. Oh, how do they get these documents? I, I don't wonder. Know. The way they get things. I know. It's almost like they know what they're doing. Or somebody's trying to prove a point. And they're in court for it right now. So, in these, <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to spend too much time trying to figure all that out, like who's best served by any of this, but I will tell you that the information says. That she, according to these documents, spends over $107,000 a month, including nearly $4,000 on laundry, cleaning, and a mortgage of more than 58000 and a whopping $6,500 on utilities, such as uh -oh. gas, water, and electricity. They go on to say that her total assets are over $10 million, but that she spends literally at more than $100,000 a month. No, stop. I know. You I, can't do that anymore. What? 
She can't do that anymore. What do you mean she can't do it? Tell me more. Because she doesn't have very much money. $10 million is not very much money if you're spending... I mean, there's only a number of years that you can do that. Yeah, well, and it also says that her month, monthly income is 71000 so that would seem like a very simple math problem she needs to correct, right? Yeah. If you only make 71000 and are spending over 100000 that's not going to last long. You need to but I also paycheck to paycheck. I have... Yeah, I know. Please. <laughs> Let me tell Olivia Wilde how to budget. Yeah. Because I feel like I could teach her a thing or two. I will say I do have that sort of like feeling of like, I shouldn't be looking at this. You know, right. like other people's finances. Like, I don't want to know. But, but you I'm, clicked on but it. I clicked on it. Because these two are locked in a heated custody battle. Remember, things got real shady when he served her live on stage. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Where she was served with custody paperwork? Yeah. Live. And he was like, I don't know why. I don't happened. care. I didn't and everybody do it. was like, yes, Jason. Uh, were they? I thought they were like, how dare you? I think that they, everybody was, well, everyone I talked to was on mm. his side because of the cheating allegations. Well, again, you're absolutely right. There was drama between Olivia Wilde and allegedly cheating on Jason with Harry Styles. I mean, she moved out of the house and just ended up being with Harry Styles. And made her special salad dressing for Harry. Mm-hmm. The salad dressing that Jason thought was just for him and their family. How dare she? Anyway, I still feel, because we don't ultimately know, but I feel bad looking at her info. But when I did look at her info, I said to myself, and we talked about this off the air, Don, I just can't believe that people can spend $100,000 a month and feel like they're having a hard time. I know. I mean, I guess I want to be, what, thoughtful for the really rich people? But don't does that sound like the least bit absurd? Absurd? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? Like I get every like everything's relative, right? Like if you're used to like if Jason Sudeikis has mammalians more than she does, then mm-hmm. she's looking at him like, uh, "Excuse me, I don't have what you have. Let's make this fair." Yeah, I can understand that argument, right? Like she shouldn't be treated differently just because she has less money or he shouldn't try to take advantage of her having less money than he does. But from where I'm sitting over here, I'm just like, do you know most people cannot relate to this? Yeah, yeah, truly. I mean, they they get accustomed to a certain type of a lifestyle and then it's hard for them to give that up, you know? I hope that some of that time during the day where she's spending a certain amount of money every day isn't just spent on spending the money and spent on getting jobs. What do you mean? Like you're, you hope she's working? Yeah, I hope she isn't just like and not oh, thinking I'm about go like going on to the yacht right now and going to Timu and buying more. Which my package just arrived. I Woo! have still not gotten my Timu package. Don't even get me started. Okay. Well, but it is. Um, so now you want me now? No, you don't want me. I now want to click on the thing that I felt bad about clicking. What on. do you want to? What do you want to click on that you felt bad about? The report. Why do you feel bad about that? Because I hate the Daily Mail. Oh. I just don't, I don't but know. You, I'm no judgment. I just, yeah, it's part of my job to look at this stuff, but I don't want to support them in any way. They're just Well, rancid. then just do what I did and click on the BuzzFeed article, which oh. is where I read all of this information. Okay. It's, it's in that segment. Okay. Um, but no, you don't have to support. Are you not clicking any longer on the Daily Mail? I are actually you having... don't. I don't because it's <laughs> fair. I don't oh because God. they're. Good for you. I really... want you to have belief. No, no and I morals just. It, and just, ethics. 
I, I don't want them to make any money on advertising or anything. Okay. Which I listen. I'm well, sure look, all the tabloids. Are I was going to say. I I I am. I want you to live your own life, <laughs> and I want to support you in this effort. Like okay. all them tabloids are doing it dirty. So uh, uh, I'm just going to say I'm forced to. B. Arthur made me. That's fine. But anyway, in the BuzzFeed article, you'll see the same information about how much money she makes and how she basically feels like he's trying to take her for a ride so that he can, you know, just spend all of her money. Do you think and that I do he's think, that vengeful? Or is it just I something don't know, but that I an think attorney has people, convinced him, like, you need to go after this? I think rich people have rich people problems. And so it wouldn't surprise me if they're trying to manipulate each other and take advantage of each other. And, like, I mean, people are, rich people are no different than poor people. They just do, or not poor people, but uh, the rest not of rich us. people? The rest of us. Yeah. Right. Like they're no different than the rest of us. They just have more money to do to be like who we are, uh, with more, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, you seem like you don't agree, I which think is fine. That you but need tell me to come back down to earth. I I'm judging her for not budgeting well. You know, <laughs> like you need to rethink things. Yeah, you need to sit down with somebody that's going to help you eliminate some of this stuff. Which I don't know what it is because I haven't clicked on it, but I'm going to now. No, I, I truly believe, like, I, I feel like these two people should be able to figure their issues out. Like, you know, the one celebrity divorce situation that I totally understand mm-hmm. making it last forever, even though I don't. Yeah. But more than any other one is Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Because I truly think Angelina Jolie thought Brad Pitt was a danger to her children. Oh. And she was going to fight with everything she had mm-hmm. to keep her children safe. And I think that is a noble effort. But every other like super, super wealthy celebrity who has these issues with all the money and resources they have, I'm like, you're I feel like you're just this is super wasteful. Right? Oh yeah. I mean, I want to live the high life too, but I, I think that um when you come from a place where I did not, you know, I'm not, you know, from the some old money family in New York, like the Gilded <laughs> Age. You know, you learn how to budget and cut things yeah. out. Oh, and, God. Yeah. Like, it's basic skills. Yeah. If you don't have those, I don't know what her lifestyle was like before she became yeah. famous. But. Well, and to be fair, I don't know if he's good with his money either. Right. The he only, just has we only a know, lot more of it. Well, we only know her side of the story because, or I should say, what her finances are because these documents were leaked. And, who, mm, yeah, Daily Mail, shame on you. What are you doing? Digging around. They're They're doing this. The wrong way. Or somebody on team. Olivia got paid Jason, a lot of money. That's how or they get team this. Olivia. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's enough blame to go around. Hey, speaking of blame, there's going to be somebody to blame at the end of this next segment. You know why? Because there's going to be a winner. going to be. Yeah. And yeah. a loser. I don't want to be blamed for losing this game because okay. I most likely will. Why? It's a uh, game show roulette. You don't know what game it is, though. There are certain games that you kill at. I can look at statistics, and it says that did you, I lose How did you do yesterday? Bad. Oh, no. Yesterday we had a special game. We found out early on that uh, Paul was very good at uh, Saturday Night Live or like trivia. He, he loved people Saturday at Night Live. The SNL, like NBC lot when he went on the tour. Like, he knew all the trivia. Oh, my God. Did he, so, like, kill trivia yesterday? So, I, yeah, I quickly yeah. put together a little SNL game, and the final score was oh. 11 to a half. Oh my God, John! <laughs> it's so intimidating. I just, I. 
Well, you didn't know what to do. I feel like you have a better shot today. Okay. <laughs> we'll find out when Mike spins his wheel where the game show roulette wheel lands when we return right here on My Talk. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Okay. Have you ever had the experience of your vehicle saying, hey, it's time for service? I mean, your car probably doesn't talk like that, but... If you do get a reminder from your vehicle that service, maintenance, whatever you want to call it, is due, now is the time to call my friends over at Boulevard. In fact, that happened to me last week. My service light, actually, my service light will say, your service is almost due. And then it'll be like, your service is due. And now it's telling me my service is past due. And I was gone this weekend, so I haven't had a chance to take care of it yet. But I, uh, as soon as I can, we'll be heading over to blvdautoworks.com to make an appointment for Tom and his team to uh, take care of my scheduled maintenance. If you have scheduled maintenance that's overdue, do what I do. Head to Boulevard Auto Works right over in St. Anthony. They've been there for four decades. They're the hometown team, and they're not going to take you for a ride. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Oh, wow. It's the time of the show that is the most fun, and that is to play a game with Mike. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, we will finish up the show as we do every single day with a little game show roulette. I spin this roulette wheel, it lands on a game show, and we play that game show. And where it stops, nobody knows. Let's see where it ends up. Oh. Oh, I don't know. What is that? Christmas Village. Is that, um... You're wrong. Mike's uh, excited about it. I can see it in his eyes. It's the National Spelling Bee. Oh, oh fun. Oh, Are either of you particularly great spellers? I'm not a strong speller. Strong I'm a speller. horrible speller. I say, so I'm glad all? I can facilitate this game. Well, recently, and I don't think you guys uh, talked, I know you guys didn't talk about this, and I'm guessing you probably didn't uh, stumble upon this, but uh, early last week, there was a nice list that was put together mm-hmm. of the 10 most misspelled words. Oh, that are seemingly easy, that are often Oy. misspelled. Oy. What do you have a problem with, Bradley? Is it like S- where the vowel is, like I before E? Sometimes it's like a E-N-C-E or an A-N-C-E, oh, those yeah. kinds of oh, things. yeah. So how this is going to work is I've got 10 words. We'll go back and forth. I'll let uh, whoever is trailing to choose between A or B. Can so it's random. Check? You cannot. And please, I need you to keep each other accountable. Look okay. at each other. Make sure there's no cheating going on. Not that either of you would do that. Of course but, we uh, would. Uh, we no. are going to go back and forth. Whoever has the most right uh, wins. And by the way, with this show, of course, if you've watched the National Spelling Bee, <laughs> when you hear this sound, that means you actually got the word wrong. If you don't hear the ding, you got it right. Well, I know weird. it's strange, but that's okay, how they do it. All right, so let's get things started. Uh, Bradley, can we write down the words? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think you can. You Sorry, can write Dawn. it in your hand. You can't use a piece of paper, just like the spelling bee. They Dawn. don't get pieces of paper Put and your pens. Paper away. You have to like write it in your palm. <laughs> you know how they do. If Not you... with a pen either. Yes. Put your pad down, honey. Put your pens. Clear God, your she hands. She got real. Upset. She did. Got. I saw that look. <laughs> I don't know if she remembered she was on camera because she gave me a real bad look. Wait, Donna and I, Donna Valentine and I have to write things down. Even yeah. during blind items, I have to write out A plus oh. list accurate. I'm sorry. Mm. Here we go. Uh, we'll let uh, Don select first. You want A, a or words. B? Okay. B. You want B. I need you to spell the word 
Pneumonia. So take your time sure. and spell the word pneumonia. P N. U E M O N I A. I'm sorry. That's oh, incorrect. I got the E and the U you wrong. You flipped didn't the I? E and the U around. Yes, unfortunately. Pneumonia. <sighs> there you go. <laughs> Don't. Uh, all right, uh, Bradley. That leaves you with your These first are hard one. ones. Well, you've only heard one hard. so far. I know. <laughs> Bradley, spell restaurant. Restaurant. That's R E S T A U R A N T. Restaurant. There you go. Nicely done. You got one point there. Oh, Dawn's rolling Easy. her eyes. God, you are so. If you would have said A instead of B, you would have gotten that one. That's yeah. why they're random. Yeah, you. You had the choice. So you are uh, still trailing, Dawn. <laughs> okay. So you get to choose A or B for this next one. Again, we're doing the little national spelling bee action here. I'll do B. You're going to do B again. I need you to spell for me receipt. Oh. R E C E I P T. Yay! Nicely done. Receipt. Nicely done. Oh god, that means this one's gonna be hard. Appreciate. Oh, appreciate. Okay. Appreciate. A P P R E C I A T E. Appreciate. Well done. All well done. Right. Thanks for not asking for the country of origin yeah. or to use it as a sentence or anything. Sentence, Bob. <laughs> can we do that? You can if you want, oh, good. but uh, I, I think you know Language those words. Language of origin. All right, Don, you're still trailing, so you get to choose again A or B. A. Keep it random. All right, you're going with A. By the way, Bradley has a 2-1 lead. You're going with A. I need you to spell for me beautiful. Now, again, these are all the People 10. People have a hard time with these words. They do, and there's little reasons for each one of them, but uh, beautiful. B E A U T. I-F-U-L. There you go. Nicely Good done. Job. It's the three vowels in a row of that yeah. one, apparently, people struggle with. Ah. All Beautiful. right. Okay. Bradley. Oh, God. Your word is niece. Niece? Niece. Uh, isn't that just N-E-I-C-E? What was it? Wait. 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 Uh, you said? N-I-E-C-E? Uh, 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 I have to go Which with your you first want? answer. No, you don't. I didn't say you, final answer. You completely answer. answered it, and it unfortunately was wrong. Oh. N I E C E. All right. Well, can we do? Okay, so we just won't say that. What? What happened? What's wrong? Nothing. I'm just talking myself down so? off the ledge. Okay. Oh no. All right. Let's go with the next one. So, uh, Liz, why did I think it's 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 tied now? So uh, it, he's we'll... checking his phone. No, we got an email piece. from a listener. That was hilarious. All right, so Bradley, I'll let you choose this time, A or B. You guys are tied up at two apiece. Oh, my God, Dawn. Niece. Oh, oh my God, so let it go. I, it wrong. <laughs> I no! lose all the time. You got pneumonia wrong. All right, Bradley, A or B? I would have gotten that wrong, too. Uh, I would like A, Bob. You <laughs> go with A. All right, I need you to spell for me maintenance. I have to spell that word. Yes. Maint and ants. It's M-A-I-N, main T. E N A N C E maintenance. Well done. Yes. Well done. Oh, I for some reason I thought it was the E N C E. No. That's why I had to say nope. maintenance. Maintenance. Nope. Oh, well okay. done. All right. Apparently, most people forget where the A's and the E's go. Yeah, I like you just referenced. Okay, are you ready for this one, Don? Yes. I need you to spell bougie. <laughs> bougie. Yep. Bougie. You gotta spell that. That's a word. 
bourgeoisie. As in, here's a sentence, you bought that expensive champagne? Wow, you're so bougie. I guess it's uh, better than the spelling bourgeoisie. B-O-U-I-S- E-Y-L-M-N-O-P? <laughs> oh, sorry. That's incorrect. Know, Bradley, no. you have an idea on that one? B-O-U-G-I-E? Oh, that is what gee. it is, yes. Oh, I yes. knew. Bourgeoisie. Uh, so with that, it is uh, Bradley taking the lead once again. We are down to our final two words. If Bradley misses this one and Don oh, gets it right, God. you'll all be tied. So, Don, go ahead and uh, pick A or B. B. You're going to go with B. Well, hopefully, B? hopefully I'll be telling you this when you finish this word. Congratulations. Congratulations. You got this. Oh, I thought it was you that had to do it. No, I no, just misspelled it. bougie. Yep, and now we're on to the next one. Oh, oh, congratulations. Congratulations. C-O-N-G-R-A-T-U... L A T I O N S. Yeah! Why do people get that word long? Partly because, yeah, I'm not really sure. Congratulations. I normally just say congrats because I can't spell. That means you're going to give me a hard one. Here is yours. Well, definitely not a hard one. Diarrhea! Diarrhea. I totally don't know how to spell this ever. And again, if you get this right, you will win, Bradley. If you get it wrong, we will go to a tiebreaker. Diarrhea. Okay. Upset stomach. Diarrhea. Okay, you can't talk while I'm spelling my word. Thank you. It's diarrhea. I do know that. I've just told him this recently that I don't know how to spell this. D I A R. I don't know if there's another R. Is it two R's or one R? So I'm going to say diarrhea. D-I-A-R. Is it two R's? Diarrhea? I'm going to say D-I-A-R-H-E-A. Diarrhea. Incorrect. It is two R's. Uh, quick, well, actually, we don't even have time for the, the tiebreaker. It's going to end up in a tie. Ooh, that is uh, amazing. Nausea, heartburn, <laughs> indigestion. Upset stomach, stomach diarrhea. Wow. You guys did really well, though. <laughs> diarrhea. Now i got to remember I that. Don't I still don't know. Yeah. Two R's and then the H-E-A. Okay. You were very close. All right. There's two H's? No, nope, just one H. Tomorrow, can we have hemorrhoid on there? <laughs> we're not doing it anymore. I think it's hemorrhoid. Thank okay. you, Mike. That was Thank fantastic. you so much. That was a fun game. We yes, should do that, that one again fun. for so sure. Mix. When we come back, Lori and Julia will take over. We'll be back tomorrow from noon to three. Your favorite.